Life's party, life's always a party. Let's go. Let's go, baby. What's up? You, you like do- a little like a Jackie Chan karate kid move over there. How are we doing today? Happy uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever day you're listening. Hashtag twinning. We are twinning Hashtag today. Hashtag winning. It's a good day, baby. We're wearing Life's a Party <laughs> merchandise. Gotta love it. Got solid shirts. Ryan's got the crimson on. You know you're a big deal when you got t-shirts. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Anyone can make a fucking It's pretty shirt. easy to make a shirt, not gonna lie, but... Well, can uh, I just like live in the world where I think we're a big deal just because we have merchandise? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited, though. We, we did some order nice... some stuff, though, now that I'm thinking about it. We did. Uh, we're looking into a merchandising store. Uh, I'm looking into an online store, seeing how we can you know, figure it out, what we would sell. So we said, obviously, some merch, some shirts, maybe a sweatshirt, a hat, uh, some little things. You sound like Elgar Allan Poe, the poet. Doing we got like, some shirts, we got some merch. Doing some slam poetry. <laughs> the shirt and merch, actually, does that rhyme? It rhymes, if you, want it, it rhymes if you want it to. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, we ordered some stuff, um, maybe some drinking tools. That's kind of what we were looking into. But we're excited. Maybe in the summer. Like, it'll, it'll take some time. We're not getting hammered today on today's show. Next week, I think next week we're going to turn up a gear and uh, do some shotgun, do some drinking stuff on the show next week. Yeah. But we, did, have you, did you watch the Super Bowl, Paul? I forgot to tell you. Like, did you ask if you actually watched it? I mean, you probably did. Yeah, speaking of drinking, that's where I wanted to segue that in with the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm still recovering um, in regards to the alcohol I drank in the Super Bowl. Okay. And I'm also recovering financially. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had the Chiefs minus three. I had the Chiefs money line. Chiefs went down early, bet the Chiefs. I lost it all, Paul. I put thirty bucks on the Bucks, actually. Oh, well, who's this guy? So Sharp. I uh, I won thirty bucks. I mean, not a bad day. I don't really care who won. I like Tom. Tom's a cool guy. Well, there you go. Well, at least Dogecoin's <laughs> going to the moon. So. Dude, Dogecoin. <laughs> we need going to the moon. Dropped a little bit. Well, it, it was going up, right? Dropped a little bit. Um, but definitely go buy some Dogecoin. I saw because Elon Musk is like he's, the he's man. directing the Dogecoin train. To the moon. He is. And I saw there's like an interview <laughs> about how he's so funny. They're like, oh, why are you like so invested in Dogecoin? He's like, I just think it's funny because it started as a joke. And how <laughs> ironic would it be is if a, a, something that started as a joke became our actual currency? <laughs> like, how ironic is that? Like, that's why it's funny. And uh, ab- our buddy Sean's like, how everyone's like, oh, Dogecoin's a joke. Dogecoin is a, it's it's made made of fun. It's from a meme, blah 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 blah. But it's like when you have the richest man now, the most rich, yeah, the richest man true. in America leading the charge. I think you got to get in on Doge. So there's our little two cents Doge talk. If you know Doge, if you don't know what Doge is, it's a cryptocurrency. Um, so basically, people are just betting cryptocurrency, trying to make some money off of it. And Elon, obviously, a very influential man, the richest, <laughs> is the richest uh, of the rich, is very influential and wants Dogecoin to do good. So if stocks going good, we can make some money. That's what we want. But you know what <laughs> happened? And some one man this weekend made some money. That is, that is a great segue to this. So what we want to talk about right now is the Super Bowl. If you watched it, you got a little glimpse of it. They don't show too much on camera anymore because they don't want to encourage it. But there was a streaker. Saw that, yeah. Why is that? Why can't they show the guy? It it's, was better than the game. The game was so boring. <laughs> and you you can only see the live streakers if like a person in the stadium actually takes it. So that's the only way we saw it. The live cast, like broadcast, doesn't want to... Um, encourage but tony romo was like man that's the best run of the- we've seen all day from the chiefs like what but this guy like what happened with this guy so basically there was a streaker on the field during super bowl 55 and what was really interesting about it later when we found out more information so um he went to jail like that night he had a 500 hundred dollar bail which blows my mind that is so small 
I feel like the bail should be a lot more than five hundred dollars. <laughs> well, we were talking about this pre-show. He's like, I would have did it for five hundred bucks, <laughs> and I'm like thinking, I'm like, I can see you uh, going to streak in on the uh, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, but what we found out was really interesting about it later was the guy who was the streaker actually did a prop bet, yeah. um, which was plus seven fifty, and that there would be a streaker at the Super Bowl. He put. He put uh, how much he put on it? He put three hundred fifty, or no? He made three hundred fifty thousand. Oh no, right? no. So yeah, so the streaker at the Super Bowl put fifty thousand dollars on a prop <laughs> bet for it was like plus seven fifty, and basically walked away with three hundred seventy five thousand dollars. That that's a smart man right there. That's insane to me. That's someone who gets the job done. He puts his money where his mouth is. You know what? I'm betting. What did he put on it? Fifty k. Fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Because he said he can't lose. He's like, I can't lose. I'm doing this. I saw where he had like his friend. I think, I don't know if I saw this correctly. It's either his friend tried to go on the field first as like a decoy or something, and but they both bet it. So it's like whoever could get to the field first and That's get on awesome. the field. So I guess his friend kind of was like, he nutted up and was like, I'm going to go distract these guys. And then you go ahead and run. That's so awesome. That, that was, that's a quick, make a quick buck. That's a good way to make that's, a quick buck. That's a great way to make a quick dollar. <laughs> but that's funny. We're starting with some sports, all right? Now let's get into the actual show. Block one. We haven't talked much sports on this show as of late. So why not start the show with some of the craziest sports scandals ever, Paul? Whew. I mean, what are some we know off the top? We know O.J. Simpson. A big one. I mean, there's a bunch that are like like the deflate gate with Tom Brady, the that, play of the balls. Well, that's those are like... That one's a little weird because it's like not truly. Well, what about proven? like the spy? Didn't the Patriots have like a spy gate? Well, that was where a they thing. were spying on like a practice team. That was with the Eagles, right? That was the Eagles Super Bowl was it year. The Eagles? Yeah, and then and uh, then like you have like the. I'm thinking about like rigging the World Series. What was that like 19, 1913 yeah, yeah, or nineteen twenty? Oh yeah, it was old. I don't even I, like that. Wasn't even a part of a <laughs> team that's like named today. Like it was like one of those joint teams. Yeah, I, I saw that while I was looking for some of these. Um, but the first one we're going to talk about is probably it's up there atop maybe one or two sports scandals of all time. Yeah, it's, huge, huge sports story. It's the U.S. Uh, oh, Olympic team. Olympic team. Ice it's, skating. It's Harden attacks Kerrigan. That's the story. So there were these two ice skaters, Tanya Harden and Nancy Kerrigan, who were both they were both phenomenal Olympian ice skaters. Now apparently the media wasn't sure if they really had like were like vendettas like they didn't get a vibe in that they hated each other no they were they were like really good friends yeah which is why it's this story is so complex and so fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> is that in 1994 kerrigan was actually struck by a pole by a man yeah and it turns out after like some a little bit of investigation a couple of confessions that harden was actually the one who put the hit out for kerrigan to get hit by a pole yeah and there's there's this whole thing about how Harden and her ex husband because they're yeah, not married anymore yeah. actually went out and got this put this hit out on Kerrigan because they were so um, I guess intimidated by her her skills at the Olympics so she didn't want her to beat her at the Olympics. It was basically yeah it was a, her biggest competitor and obviously her biggest competitor goes down has a major injury can't compete in the Olympics. Um, oh she so, actually broke her leg. Yeah it was like a, it was a, it was an huge um like attack on that person and the great part about this was like brings it full circle is that harden was actually banned from skating but then she was still able to participate in the next olympics so harden and kerrigan both uh participated in the next olympics harden ended up coming in eighth place paul kerrigan came in second got the silver oh wow 
So Kerrigan broke her leg after getting a hit put out on her by Harden and beat her by six spots. Okay. So how's that? That's that's some power there. That's, <laughs> that shows you up. You said, break my legs. I, I'll, I'm going to come back harder. Yeah. That's like Tom Brady in the Super Bowl when uh, Tyron Matthew was talking shit. And Brady was like, oh, you don't want to poke the bear. That was a good, don't yeah. don't poke the bear. So don't poke, uh, what you call it, Kerrigan because she'll come back and uh, she'll burn you. I actually, have you ever seen I, Tanya, the movie? No. Okay, so I've actually seen I, Tanya. It's with Margot Robbie, and she plays um, uh, Tanya Harding. Right. And it's a really cool uh, movie, really interesting. It shows this whole thing. Is that sports-based, that movie? Yeah, it's based on, it's the, based based on the story. I never knew that. Um, but it's really fun. I knew fun. it was Margot Robbie, though. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, it's really fun. It's, no, but it's like it's a fun movie. Like, it's so weird. Is it intense? Because, like, I don't – like, is the movie intense? Yeah. Well, she's like – her and her husband – are getting into these ridiculous like fights, like in the kitchen. They're throwing like plates at each other. Trying so she's to, like, like known as a violent, correct woman. Yeah, that's that's some like mafia shit. But what's interesting? That's ab- like Goodfellas. Like I'm gonna go put a hit out on this. Girl. Like that's crazy. No, but what's interesting about it is like in, at least in that movie, I don't know what the true story is, but she didn't tell her fan. Like it was basically her ex husband, out of his like own will and his own doing told someone else and was like, hey, honey, I did this nice thing for you. And she had no influence on it. So she she's still almost got like she didn't stop it is what you're telling she me. She didn't know about it. But it was still blamed uh, because it was still connected to her that nobody really knows if it was her or not. Like that's the gist. Do you think that's why he's the ex-husband? No, he was already. Oh, he was already the He ex-husband? was already, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, they man. They had a to- very toxic relationship. That Like how can you be friends with someone and I bet all the training they went through together – and be like, like you're a competitor to me, and I wanted the Olympic gold medal so bad that I'm gonna put a hit out for you. Yeah, break your leg. Just an interesting story. Like she, she could have died probably. No, exactly. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Have you ever had a teammate you wanted to take out, Paul, or a coach? <laughs> <laughs> you ever want to put a hit on someone, Paul? Um, there's. I never. <laughs> I don't really care about sports that much. You don't have to answer this question. Um, <laughs> or like play as competitive. What about a mascot that you hate that you would want to put a hit out for? There's no, like, mascots I really hate. There were some people that were kind of weird that I'm like, you guys are kind of assholes. Like, <laughs> why do you have to be this way? Like, some The mascot, the, oh, the Ohio State mascot we talked about. I want to put a hit out for he's him. He's great. I love him. No, he sucks. He's there's a some jock. Ma- there's some mascots, I feel like, in D1 sports that just think they're better than everyone else, um, which is, like, really annoying. And I'm like, dude, like, you're a mascot. Like, just have some fun. Like, why <laughs> why are you being weird? So well, Let's get off the ice skating because I suck at ice skating. Even though you did just go. Didn't you just go ice skating? Yeah, when in Philly, Penn's Landing. I'm the worst ice skater. It hurts my feet. I'm just, like, too big to ice skate. Like, I feel like once you're over a certain weight, don't like, think fat so. people can't ice skate. I don't. I mean, I don't think so. I think so. And I'm allowed to say that. But I don't think fat people can ice skate. I think you just don't want to try. I do try, and it's painful. I don't have fun. And you can also <laughs> die. Like, Blades of Glory. You ever see that? <laughs> I, I have seen Blades of Glory, yeah. <laughs> Let's get off the ice skating. What's next? Um, next sports scandal we have here is... Uh, Rosie Ruiz. Yeah, Rose, thank you for the name. She ran the Boston Marathon <laughs> in 1980. I, I didn't know this story, actually, but it's very interesting. So, um, Rosie, basically, she was a clear winner in the Boston Marathon in 1980. And by, like, a long shot. You know, clear winner. But later, there were some witnesses, and they found <laughs> out from, from some different testimonies that she um, basically cheated. <laughs> she just took a gigantic shortcut. So Yeah, so in the marathon, obviously, when you're so far out, um, and I guess at that time too, nobody was really like watching the race uh, from you well, know, longer points. Thinking, because when you see the Boston, Ma- oh shit, I was bringing up the Boston massacre, but there was a lot of people there to watch. 
Yeah. Wait, the Boston. That's not what I meant. Not the Boston massacre. Didn't that happen like 1960s? You were thinking about the, the bombing. Boston bombing. Yeah. Isn't that what it's called? With the marathon. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell is the Boston massacre? Isn't that like 1900? That's a historical or thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking of like the Boston bombing. There were so many people there who got hurt or even died who were just watching. But it was so right. How, how do you? Oh, at the finish line. It was at the finish line. So this is different. So this like is this, a marathon. I do. Th- I didn't think about that. Like <laughs> marathons are pretty long. So she was very far out. Obviously, no. Um, <laughs> but there's got to be checkpoints. Like, yeah. Oh, well, obviously people saw her. But no spectators. So she was basically she basically cheated and took a huge shortcut, cutting out a bunch of the miles. So that's why she <laughs> won. So. Uh, clearly and by a long shot was, you know, she took a little shortcut. I almost got kicked out of basketball practice one time for, I wouldn't say taking a shortcut, so a a classic (laughs) suicide in basketball, you know, right? Yeah. Like, touch the foul line, touch the half-court line, go all the way down, blah, blah. I always got yelled at because I would put my foot on the line and not my hand. Okay. And he'd be like, oh, you got to touch the line, but I'm touching with my foot. And here's the thing, like, I'm already slow and bigger to begin with, so I already have a leg back compared to everybody else. So I need to gain an inch somehow in that in that suicide, Paul. That's so you were yeah, but you so you were taking That's a little shortcut. A sh- I wouldn't say it's a shortcut. <laughs> I'm just kind of like rigging the system. So a shortcut. <laughs> and I also heard a story in high school uh, about our soccer team. Uh, they would run it around the yes, like the the town. It was well, no, the you mean the soccer? So like yeah. our. Yeah, so our high school soccer team. I was on the soccer team, real quick. Oh, there you go. Well, it was my freshman year high uh, high school. I ran. I heard you guys took shortcuts. Is that true? So basically, I think it was called. Um, you guys had a name for it. Yeah. So there was like different types. Is it a code of, word? No, no, no. There was a different type of a lap. So like a full whatever this was called lap would basically be from like the soccer uh, field all the way around the football field down to the woods and like back. Yeah. But then there's like different types of stuff. So you could kind of cut it short depending on who's <laughs> there, if anyone's watching. Um, so certain players and certain people will do that. If you cut it short a little bit. So your lap, instead of a full like lap, you would do I'd like be that guy. three quarters of the lap. <laughs> I, I'd be that guy. Yeah. But you're only hurting yourself at that time, but who, uh, who cares? I'm uh, tired. I need to go back. I'm tired of running. Like that's it. Yeah. You're only hurting yourself. <laughs> uh, our next one. Sports scandals. Pete Rose, everybody knows him. Famous baseball player. Uh, one of the best hitters to ever do it in baseball. So he, when I say the name Pete Rose, Paul, what do you think of? So I know he played, did he play for uh, the Red Sox? He played for the Reds. Do you know? Like, <laughs> See, I don't know. No, but, but, but do you know what like his scandal involved? Like Pete Rose, what do you think? Uh, he was a, he betted. Yeah, he gambler. Like, so, yeah, gambler. So anytime you hear Pete Rose, yes, he's this great player, but he has this negative uh, negative tag on him at all points because whenever there's Pete Rose, there's gambling associated. And that's why he's not in the Hall of Fame. Like people write in uh, ballots to give him a Hall of Fame honor, but because he bet on himself. All right, well, I'll just tell you what. If you don't yeah. know who Pete Rose is, he bet on himself and he even bet on his own team. So that's where a lot of people really lost respect from. Because you can bet on yourself as a player, but when you're the manager and you're making the lineup, you have, a lot, you have a lot more control of the game. So a lot of people lost respect because he was betting his own team to win the game uh, when he was the manager for the Reds. So, like I said, him betting on his own team and his, and his games really like tarnishes his career. But at the same time, I feel like it shouldn't impact him that much. Because like Floyd Mayweather, yeah. I know it's different because Floyd Mayweather's a boxer, right? Yeah. And uh, Pete Rose is you know, on a team sport. Floyd Mayweather bets millions of dollars on himself to win a boxing fight. Yeah, that's interesting. But too. I get how it's independent contracts and stuff like that. But people do it. Could you do that with golf? 
Like, if you were like Tiger Woods, could you take bets on yourself? I don't. I feel like you can't. I feel like the prize pools already. Don't you think the prize pools like is already designed that way? Yeah, but if you bet, what do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? Because I don't. Because in like baseball or football or basketball, I guess there's incentives and contracts. But golf specifically, you get paid out how you finish that tournament. Like yes. whoever comes to first place gets I don't know what two million first yeah, place whatever. in yeah, the Masters. Exactly. But if you win the national championship and you're a low salary player, you don't get a you know most of the time you don't get a boost. Yeah. So I feel like golf you don't really have to bet on yourself because you're already technically bet on yourself by playing. I agree. Yeah, you're already, you're already trying to do the best you can to whatever to like make more money. But I would do that. Like if I would like I play daily fantasy sports. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. But you draft players at night, and I would be interested to draft myself. Like I want to bet on myself to do good. So I I just found this out too. I work for the Devils. Right. And I I didn't know this prior, which I feel like I should have, but I was working for them the other day and I was told that I'm actually not allowed or supposed to be betting on NBA or NHL um, <laughs> games because the company that I work for also owned they own the Devils and they own the Philadelphia 76ers. So like I because I work was for the company Was it the David Blitz something? It's like Blitzer? HSB. Yeah. Um yeah, that guy who owns both. So I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." I don't. I don't really do sports betting. Well, we in general, have a buddy that so. works for MLB Network or MLB.com, yeah. and he can't bet MLB. It's like, and this guy. All right, so he works for MLB.com or MLB Network, and he can't bet MLB games. But Pete Rose is playing in the games, and he's betting on himself. That's crazy. So don't do it. But hey, I actually have a funny story. In high school, my brother, you played basketball in the high school team, and my mom would pay him twenty bucks a game for every game he didn't foul out. That's good. She was, she was incent- incentivizing like a, him. He had like a foul problem. So my mom was like, if you don't foul out today, Kyle, I'll give you 20 bucks. He would get like five points for every uh, – I mean, he would get $5 for every five points he scores. That's nice. I didn't get any of this shit. Well, you were, you must have been fine then. <laughs> I do I do bet a lot though. Like like when we play like can jam tournaments, yeah, we'll that's bet money normal. for that. If you're drinking stuff, um, we in the summer we played uh, – like Can jam is a big betting game. Well, we did like a um, or spike ball. What's it called? We did a uh, like a huge tournament um, this summer when we played like cornhole, cam jam, and we played uh, pole horseshoes. Oh yeah, and that was fun. We like, like a triathlon. T- yeah, we t- <laughs> we took a whole <laughs> the backyard day. triathlon. We took a whole day. We were drinking. We had teams, and we were just playing some games, like long games and stuff, which is fun. And yeah, you're gonna put money on that stuff, like. <laughs> but it, we're allowed to. Yeah, we're not professional athletes. But so wait, I saw this too. So. Um, with like betting, uh, my dad. I'm not the the best athlete in the world. Like I know that, uh, well aware of that fact when I was younger. And neither is like my sister, my younger sister Morgan. Laura was was pretty good, I think. Um, best in the fam, probably. She probably was. Uh, but Morgan as well too. Uh, basically, whenever we played sports, my dad would like say, "Hey, like you get five bucks if you do this or whatever, right? So, so incentives. Yeah, incentives. And I realized baseball was something. It was like, hey, you get 10 bucks <laughs> if you get a hit. You get on base. Okay. It's like 10 bucks. And I remember um, my dad, too, I think, playing basketball. It was like $5 um, for every, like, basket you hit. So if I hit, like, if I had, like, four points or something, that's like 10 bucks. I feel like I remember that. Did your dad pay you if you got hit by a pitch in baseball? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember that. But it was like certain things, like you know, hey, get on base, or like, hey, score some points. Like, I mean, I would only score like four or a couple baskets, like four <laughs> yeah, points, or like up, two two baskets a game. Like, I I wasn't a big scorer, but I'm not paying my kids to do well. That's their <laughs> job to do. You should get twenty dollars if you don't foul out in a basketball game. 
It was, but, just a, it was a fun little thing. So Speaking of money and basketball, Paul, we have a big scandal that we're going to talk about next. Is this our last one? Yeah. Our, yeah, our, it is our last one. So. Our last one here. Tim Donahue. Tim Donahue. Tim Donahue. His Tim Donahue. It's definitely Tim Donahue. Um, if Team, any, Tim as, Cheetahoo. That's who it is. Hopefully Tim somebody can figure out who's actually saying this properly. <laughs> um, but he was very notorious for being a ref in um, sports. Yeah, in the NBA. And he actually bet many of the games which he refereed in. And he was calling some of the games where he had, you know, some money to gain. Yeah, so whatever games he, well, the games he refed, he bet on. So he made sure that he won his bet, as yeah. what most people would do if they bet the game they're refing. And that's that's what's different about what, like, Pete Rose did, where, you know, he doesn't have as much as control. As a ref, you have a lot of control. That's, like, as a referee, especially in the NBA, I feel like those refs can manipulate the game the best out of all the four major sports. Yeah, because you, you can be calling a lot of things. You'd be giving some players some extra shots if you need some players to make some hoops. Or Though like, it would be tougher nowadays because they are starting to work in the instant replay. That's like true. Back, here, back then, they didn't have instant replay where you could be overturned. Um, or you but, could see something with high-def cameras. You could see something very clearly, right? So it's like, okay, you can't you can't say, oh, no, this, is, this isn't true because it's like if – there's a lot of people that are weighing in on their opinions, and you can replay that constantly on like a high def screen. Yeah. So there's actually a podcast with Tim Donahue. I don't know if it's if it's Barstool. I know he visits the Barstool because he's very open about it now. I feel. yeah. Like he's like I did he's like it. Famous like, for it. Let's yeah. talk about it now. So how he got caught is by a sports gambling expert, actually, Paul R.J. Bell, not me, not no. the sports gambling expert, me. Nah, not yet. Not so yet. he actually tracked every game that Donahue. Worked from 2003 to 2007, so that's four years of all his games. And he discovered that during the two seasons that he investigated by the NBA, the teams involved scored more points than expected by the Las Vegas Sportsbook 57% of the time. So according to Bell, those odds are a 1 in a 1,000 chance of happening. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's interesting that people follow certain statistics like that. Or like they'll do different investigations into different like um, trends. With like betting or like anything, because I feel like that would That's actually. That's all the betting is like trends. But I feel like that'd be pretty hard to find. It's he said ninety nine point nine percent chance that there was a result of an outside factor hindering these these statistics. So it's it's almost a layup that but, there's yeah. something there's a variable in these games that is causing these numbers to be so obscure. And then he found they found out <laughs> you know this man's cheating this ref. Which, you know, just interesting. It, it is very interesting. I want to go back and actually – I got to go back and listen to that podcast because I bet NBA and there's a lot of trends in sports and it's very some something very interesting to look into. There's a funny video I've seen on TikTok. Um, it was a while ago. It was from a guy who, like, used to be in, a, in the Vine days. And Vine. he's just, like, a ske- like a comedian. Um, he does some sketch – like, little sketches and stuff. Yeah. And there was a funny thing and it said, like, what if refs – what if NFL refs had fantasy teams? <laughs> and it was really interesting because they like got together. They would call a foul, and they're like, "Hey, man, like, no, we can't do this right now." And they're like, "Why?" And they're like, "Well, I got him, and you know, if he throws that touchdown, I can win this week. Like, this could happen." But he's like, "No, nah, dude, but I have the kicker. So if we if we say, you know, here's the foul, then they have to kick a field goal, and then I get to win." And it was like going back and forth, and it was just a really funny sketch. Um, where clearly refs can't have uh, any. Uh... Well, here, that like being a ref is it's gotta be difficult because you have to throw literally throw all your biases away. 
And what makes people think is that, because I was watching the Super Bowl, and I'm going to be honest, the first half, Brady got a lot of the calls. I okay. think penalties were like 8-2, to two, and I was like, okay, well, the refs are rigging us for Brady. Like I was like, that's because I bet the Chiefs. I was angry. That's a I big think conspiracy, the, though. That <laughs> I think the refs are cheating. But is it, though? Like, do the refs have to be told from, because we know money rules the world, Paul. Agreed. We know the more money you have in this world, the more power you have. So Roger, Agreed. I'm not throwing acquisitions at Roger Goodell, but I feel like there's got to be some aspect in that the refs understand the situation and they understand what the media needs to create storylines in, in sports. So to have LeBron James win the the uh, NBA Finals, that that's a storyline. That's a media media eats it up. They make the league makes money from it. The media makes money from it. Everyone's happy yeah. if LeBron James wins the NBA Finals. Exactly. Everyone's happy if. Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl. Everybody's happy if Floyd Mayweather wins by decision. Yeah, exactly. If it's if it if Floyd Mayweather's in a boxing fight, it's, it's like up in the air on who's the fight. Well, who's going to promote better fights? Who's going to like who's better for the game? So so yeah. is it uh, is it a conspiracy or is it actually taking the effects and the variables of the whole situation put it together? I don't know. It's just yeah, like, it's just devil advocate. You'll never know. It's it's a weird thing. You hope everything's fair. You want sports to be fair, especially. Um, but yeah, there's definitely different plays, you know, coming in and out. I mean, I remember a few years ago with, um, some really, um, like close calls. I mean, I remember with like New Orleans Saints and there was a bunch of calls with them. They got screwed like out of the playoffs for like three straight years on these weird, really close calls. Um, they were like, Hey, like this is clearly foul. Like this clearly pass interference. Like this is clearly whatever. So it's really interesting. It's just Um, interesting to think about moving forward. On how things play out in sports. Last thing, so actually, I saw this today. So we talk, we don't, we don't really talk about it, but I feel like our friend group are like, I've always heard that everyone doesn't like Joe Buck. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I hate Joe Buck. Like I hate him, but I respect him. He, I respect his work. Okay, he's, he's a, he's very good at his job. Okay. but I, I fucking hate him. So, <laughs> so if you don't know, Joe Buck is a NFL uh, broadcaster. Well, he does NFL. He does MLB too. He does. Okay, golf, so he does a bunch, but he's. Probably the best in the game. I fucking hate. So him. he was on. <laughs> he was on a podcast, and they were talking about it, and right around the Super Bowl, and they were talking about it, and they said, "Hey, like, do you know that there's a lot of prop bets like about you, and that you could basically, you know, be, like rig them almost?" <laughs> but do, they were like, "Do you ever look at these bets?" And he's like, "I've seen some of them, but like, I don't." So you know, is it choose. like does he say mask first or COVID first? Like yeah. stuff like that. So it's like stuff like how many times will he say like pandemic or like <laughs> how many times will he say uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers or like, will he will he come in with a beard or a goatee? Or like I'm like, that's crazy. So Did he say he looked into them before? He no, he says like he'll look at them after, uh, which is always interesting, yeah. but it won't influence his actual like game. Oh, there's some sports. Talk yeah. some sports on the show. Nice. Nice. All right, next segment we got here. Some Mythbusters. We're going to be Ghostbusters, but Mythbusters. Okay. I think there's already a show called Mythbusters, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do this. Uh, but basically, Ryan and Who's I— Who's his life's a party, Mythbusters? Yeah. Ryan and I <laughs> uh, are going to talk about some of the greatest myths in this world and basically you know, give our take. We've been getting lied to, Paul. We've been getting lied to our whole lives, and now it's time to, to expose those lies. To fight back a little bit. <laughs> Get some hot takes out of here. Uh, here's one myth. We'll see. Okay, basically, let's see. Bulls get angry when they see the color red. That's a myth? So, so they don't? I, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, right, when you see bullfighting, what do you see, right? The guy's got the little flag. The, the, what are they called? Mandalore? No, no, that's a show. That's the Star Wars show. The Mandalorian. <laughs> no, it's something the Mandalore. I think it's called like... Um, Mandalorian. No, I think it's called the... Uh, Medora. No. That. I have no clue. <laughs> to stop. <laughs> 
but, well, read it and I'm going I'm to look what it is. Uh, basic, okay, so this is, this is what it is. Um, you're hardly alone if you believe the, when the matadors. Oh, it literally says it there? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so you're, bar- you're hardly alone if you believe wh- that when matadors wave those red capes to make bulls charge at them, it's the bright color that incites their anger. But according to American Science Guide, bulls, just like other cattle, are green or red-green colorblind. What actually triggers the bull's anger is the movement of the cape. So it's not actually the color, but it's the movement of the matador waving the, the cape. That's inter- that's. I just thought it was the color red. Red probably Wait, looks better so than green. So what's the red-green colorblind? Like, oh, they can't even see red? They can't even see the color red? Red and green is the same shade to them, so it doesn't matter. Like it, It's the same thing. So maybe it's like green means go. So maybe it looks green to them. Maybe, maybe. it's the green light. Go. Maybe. <laughs> All right, well, uh, just don't swing a cape in front of a, of a bull. Now I think you'll be okay. Yeah, it's What's more... the thing they do in Spain where they let the bulls out? Running of the bulls. We should do that. I've told my mom I want to do that. She said that her boss actually has gone a few times and watches it. Well, how, how much of a head start do I get? You get a pretty good head start. It I'm going to need It's not a race. It's not like you have to beat Why, the bull. Why, I won't bull. be able to outrun them? No, you won't. <laughs> so how how do I avoid them? You just, just get lucky. Well, how many are there? Is going to be a lot. There's a lot. That's the whole point. It's actually a three. So you're like, what percent of a chance do I have of getting drilled by a bull? Good percent. Like probably. 80? Probably, yeah. That's not good. You want to do that? That's the whole point, dude. <laughs> so I was I looking. I feel like at- I'd have to be like really shit-faced for that. <laughs> you probably are. That's the whole point. You could bar hop and then bull hop. I don't know, that, that sounded better in my head <laughs> before I said it. But um, <laughs> yeah, running the bulls is actually in um, in Italy. It's a three day event. Or no, it's they should do that shit Spain. in Philly. No. That would be so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Like Center City Sips just get the bulls running in Philly. That, sorry, I just thought that was really funny. Uh, no, running running <laughs> the bulls in uh, Barcelona, Spain, I believe. Right? I said Italy. Okay. That's stupid. Barcelona, Spain, but it's a three day event. Um, and I think it happens like really early. Like it's like at eight thirty in the morning. Running of the bulls. <laughs> Good way to start your day. Getting, getting drilled by a bull. I'm, right. I'm interested. I'm down to do it. All right. Well, we got lied to that the red cape. Well, the cape does set him off. It's just that. It's it the waving of the cape. Right. Yeah. Next one. We've been lied to again. You'll get cramps <laughs> if you go swimming right after you eat. Mom, what's up with that? Apparently, if you... Well, let me just read it. Though it is commonly held belief that your muscles will cramp, um, should you swim after eating? And it, the, the answer is that it doesn't really matter how much you eat or how long you wait after you eat. So, yes, the body requires extra blood in order to digest your food, but not nearly enough to prevent the muscles in your arms and legs from working as they should. So it has no effect. I never believed that as a kid. I don't think most kids believe that. They were just kind of told by their parents. But I feel like it was said a lot at, like, pool parties. It was. It's like, little Johnny, wait 30 minutes. What about the – well, you won't know the answer, but what about the <laughs> uh, lightning thing? Like, are you <laughs> Get struck by lightning? Yeah. Does what? the water attract lightning? I think so. Yeah, okay. right? Well, That's why you got to get out of the pool if it starts to thunder. So the whole point of you waiting after you eat, what was it, 30 minutes before you go in the pool? Yeah. So it's like supposed to – so say I eat 10 chicken nuggets, McDonald's. Yeah. Jump in the pool. They're saying that my boat, my legs yeah. and arms wouldn't move as well? No, your body would like cramp up, which could like force you to drown. So that's why they don't want you to. Oh. Well, they lied. Well, they're wrong. Liars. Liars, liars. Pants are on fire. Next one. God, a penny. I'm really not delivering today. <laughs> uh, next one. Uh, a penny dropped. A penny dropped from the top of the Empire State Building could kill someone. I believe this for so long, Paul. I've, I've heard this. This is a big one. 
I a, thought it makes sense. But according to Scientific American, a penny is way too small and flat for it to gain enough natural momentum to make any kind of fatal impact. At most, <laughs> if you were hit, it might feel like being flicked in the forehead, but not very hard. Are you kidding me? I believe I, this for my entire life. Yes, until this point. Because you think, right? Empire State, Bu- Empire State Building, very high. You drop any item, basically momentum and, so and gravity. If it did hit you, that would hurt, man. You'd be like, oh, wow, that was falling for a while. But it's going to feel like me flicking you in the head. It's too small, yeah. But if I threw maybe like a brick. <laughs> yeah, that, no problem. I'm be. chucking bricks off the Empire that State Building. That doesn't make sense to me. So how... Uh, What's the a penny is too small and flat. It's just too small. So it just can't go faster. I don't, so you're saying if I drop a penny right here, it moves at the same rate as if I drop yeah, it from the Yeah, the gravity pen. is going to be the same. That's crazy. It's gaining no momentum and speed, basically, is what they're saying. When you think of any other item, probably like a brick or, you know, you throw it. All right, well, next time I'm on top of the Empire State Building, I'll, You'll test I'll, it feel out. A bit little, I'll feel a little better about throwing a couple pennies over the top. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> next one. No, and then I'm not a murderer. Okay, sorry. Next one. Sugar causes hyperactivity in children. That's a myth, Paul. What the hell? You can't have a lollipop. You can't. You can't eat chicken nuggets before going swimming. These parents are making shit up. That's yeah. what they're doing. Well, they don't. They, you know, they always said, "Hey, you can't have sugar before bed," or "Hey, like if you gave kid too much sugar, they'll be super hyper." But no, it is a lie. Liars out there, parents. Don't uh, don't make that mistake. Yeah, in 1995, meta-analysis published in the Journal of the American Medical Association, whoa, that's high-quality shit, found <laughs> that sugar in children's diets does not affect their behavior. Wow. We've been lied to. There's no evidence or support that support the claims that sugar makes kids very f- anxious and excited and sugared up, which I don't believe because I see my kid or my little cousin <laughs> who's like 10 have a whole row of Oreos and he's jacked up. So I do, I don't I gotta see this article that says that sugar doesn't doesn't get you going. Yeah, I feel like, like coffee, there's sugar in coffee and that wakes you up. But isn't that that's caffeine though? Oh yeah, that's, that was. Stupid. There you go. I'm really just not bringing it right now. But but it like before I came here, I was tired to do the show, so I was like, I'll have uh, Reese pieces or like Sour Patch Kids because that'll wake me up a little bit. Like you're drinking a Red Bull. Oh, it has caffeine. Caffeine though. God, so it's caffeine like, the common denominator. But not the sugar. The sugar we believe that sugar was like a you know you be a little sugar high. You get that energy, you get that blood flowing a little bit. So is no. it a mental thing then? It's probably a placebo thing where it's like everyone just believes it, so it happens. And or you maybe don't question it. Maybe it's like the Oreos are the high. Like maybe that's the crack cocaine for the kids. Like they don't have the treats so often. So once they get a treat, it's so not it's, the actual sugar. It's like their mindset of actually having something that tastes fucking good instead it's, of apples. It's like a mental thing. <laughs> yeah. That they're that assuming. Makes, now that makes sense. Yeah. And probably as well with parents and other people telling them that they'll have energy, they probably just gain <laughs> enough. Like they just have it in them. Don't have too many words. You'll be up all night. <laughs> Shouldn't have said it. Shouldn't have said it, Ma. All right. What's our last one? Um, next and last myth. Bats are blind. I thought they were blind. Sorry. You, you thought they were blind? Yes. You did think they were blind? I don't know. I just know bats can see at night. But they can't? They're blind? No, they sleep at night. They sleep in the day. They, yeah, they're, they're nocturnal. nocturnal. Doesn't mean they can't see at the night. Contrary to contrary to popular belief and the idiom, as blind as a bat, these nocturnal creatures can absolutely see. So they're not blind. Absolutely. In fact, as Robert Mize, former executive director for the Organization for Bat Con- oh, uh, Conservation. Batman. Batman's telling us the facts. <laughs> um, but basically told by National Geographic, bats can see three times better than humans. I always thought about that because bats get into your house rather easily. 
There's always a bad. But then how come they have such a hard time getting out of people's houses? Because they can't see. There Mr. Batman? <laughs> how about that? That's funny. I always thought, yeah, bats are blind. But uh, Wait, so these kids, there's no there's no way. There's no way bats are three times better seers than us. That's interesting. They have If you see a bat in like a home, well, maybe it's the darkness. I don't know then. Because they have a hard time. They can't get out to the to the. Wait, outside. I'm confused. Wasn't Isn't there a thing with bats? Wasn't it supposed to be like echolocation? Or is that just whales? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second, Batman. <laughs> Batman's got us got. Isn't there something with bats where it's like echolocation? Yeah, they use echolocation. That's for their ears, I think. For listening. Yeah, but isn't that supposed to help them see? <laughs> that's the whole point, right? We're going to have to look into this one. I think Batman's wrong. <laughs> I think that's what it is. But let us know what you think. Uh, are bats blind? Don't take these might not be myths. <laughs> these, does sugar these might be true? Does sugar cause um some hyperness in children? What's that? Penny dropped. I want to test that one out. <laughs> We're just gonna go up. And, goes, well, you like skydiving, so go skydive and make a quick stop at the Empire State Building. Fucking chuck yeah. some pennies. <laughs> just do it as you're going down. Chucking pennies. Um, cramps. Go swimming, <laughs> so you can't swim. That's stupid. That's definitely false. That's definitely false. And uh, the bulls get angry. I don't know. Test that out. Yeah, Let test us- them out. <laughs> well, there's that TikTok page that tests the TikTok theories. I love them, dude. They're called Party Shirt, take, taking our party name. Party Shirt? Yeah, it's called Party Shirt. That's the page. That name sucks. So they. Well, we have a party and we have a shirt. Yeah. We're our party shirt. We're life we're of the party. party. Exactly. They need our life's a party shirt because they need a party shirt. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> get a party shirt. Maybe they can test this out. Maybe. What was I going to say? Oh, I saw one of their videos last night. Sorry, I know we got one more, one more block, but... They had uh, they were testing out if uh, a pregnancy test had Plan B in it, and they opened the pregnancy test, oh, and there's really? an actual pill in there. But apparently, I was reading the comments, and it's not Plan B. Apparently, it's like supposed to help you dilute something in your body. I don't okay, know. but there is you a... know what that is. But there is well, I don't know from experience because I don't take a pregnancy <laughs> test. Okay, but they did op- the video they they watched took open the uh, pregnancy test, and there was a pill in it. That's then interesting. Then they tested it, and then they opened, it, and there was a pill in it. But apparently it's not Plan B, which I don't think that would be. Yeah, they do some good stuff yeah. on that channel. All right, so that was a miss, or I don't know if they're miss. Who knows? Are we are we just in a simulation? Dude. Are we even in, are we living right now? Like, who even? Does that hurt? Does hurt? <laughs> apparently that hurts more than if a penny fell from the Empire State That's Building. fake news, bro. All right, so we're getting into something here. This is more your forte. We're doing Disney trivia. This is going to be fun, doing some Disney trivia questions here. Basically, what's going to happen is Ryan is going to ask me some questions, test my Disney knowledge. I'll test him back. Your Disney knowledge is out of this world. I'll test him back. I'm a big Disney fan. And uh, we'll see who does better. I'm just, hopefully, Ryan gets some. I just want Ryan to do well. We need at least a a C. I'm not good at trivia at all, let alone Disney trivia. Because we were talking about what movies I've seen, and the last one I've seen... Was uh, it was Soul. I saw the new Soul. But all right, there's eight questions a piece. I just need Ryan to get four. You only have seven on here. No, I got eight, bro. I oh yeah, yeah I got scroll, scroll down, down, bro. <laughs> all right, here we go. For Paul's first Disney question. Play along at home. Don't answer right away. Give them a chance at home to to get the answer as well. I'll let I'll let them right. take a chance. Who was the first cartoon character to get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Uh, I'm not positive about this one. Ooh, but I would assume it's Mickey Mouse. I feel like anyone else is stupid. Right. Um, if it wasn't Mickey, what? Because yeah, because it's Disney. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's either Mickey Mouse or Oswald. Well, you don't get two guesses. Okay, like let, I'm thinking it out. You said give him some Who the time. Who's Oswald? Okay, so it's not Oswald. <laughs> Damn it! Thanks, thanks, buddy. Guys, so, I messed up. It's probably that Mickey. was my chance. It's Mickey Mouse. 
It is Mickey Mouse. There we go. He became the 1700th star and the first animated personality to have its star placed on Hollywood Boulevard's Walk of Fame in 1978, Paul. Are there more cartoon characters? No idea. I'm curious. I want to well, right now, yeah, there's got to be, yeah. He was the first in what? Uh, 1978, so I would assume that Donald Duck's got to have his own star now. Yeah, maybe him and Goofy and them. Right. Minnie, Minnie's got to be on there now, too. Women's rights. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Minnie's got to be on there, too. That's true. All right, what's my first one? Your first one. In the movie Aladdin, Ugh. one of my favorite Disney films, what is the city that Aladdin lives in? I did love the new Aladdin. I watched that. Okay, yeah. Disney just had the live action Aladdin. I saw Aladdin. it in the movie theater. It was a great movie. Boy Will Smith. Oh, yeah. Genie. Will Smith was great in it. Oh, there's a one scene when they have the, the song and all the elephants are there. Will Smith's song. Yeah. That part's amazing. It's one of the best Disney Prince parts. Prince Ali. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> that is a great part. I love that part. Okay. All right. Quit stalling here. What's the city? <laughs> Istanbul. <laughs> what? What? That's it's a good a, guess. It's, it's a fictional city. Uh, I don't know. The city of? Dhabi Dhabi. Agrabah. I was close. I said that. Da- it must have got messed up in the mic. You did not say no, Agrabah. Yeah, I did. Agrabah Dhabi. Dhabi Dhabi Dhabi. Wrong. I think it's just my mic doesn't have connection. I think I it's know. your knowledge. It needs a little more help. <laughs> okay. I got it wrong. Sorry. Next one. What do we got for me? Okay. What was the first animated film to earn a Best Picture nomination? Not uh ooh ooh ooh, ooh I kill him. I know the the first one first animated film to win a or earn a oh wait so win right are we saying win <clears throat> yeah earn a to best. earn a best picture nomination okay so they didn't win um, they didn't win they got um, a nomination pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's Beauty and the Beast um if not it's Toy Story but I'm pretty sure Beauty and the Beast so let's say let's say that Beauty and the Beast. Correct. Paul's two for two. In 1991, Beauty and the Beast was the first animated film for Best Picture. Up, you like the movie Up, was nominated in 2009. And your number one Pixar movie, Toy Story 3, was nominated in 2010. Yeah, none of one. um, But because they have added Best Animated Film as a new category. um, They'll win all of them. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, it's pretty hard to get. For an, it's going to be impossible almost for an animated film to win Best Picture. Um, we don't know, though. Last year, um, the foreign film won Best Picture at the Oscars, which was really cool. So that was the first time a foreign film won that category. So maybe animation film next. We don't know. True. Sure. All right. What's mine? For, uh, next one for Ryan. A little high school musical trivia. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> really? <laughs> I've never seen high school musical? No. My High School Musical is 17 Again by Zac Efron. Oh, Zac Efron is in High School Musical. Okay. But I like 17 Again. I don't know. So where does High School Musical take place? I'm looking for the city or state. I almost said Rydell High. That's Greece. Yes, that is Greece. <laughs> I always see stuff where kids are like act- the actual high school of yeah. the where the shooting is. Yep. And shooting another film. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It is West Coast. Uh, but probably not the. Oh wait, obvi- I could just say the state. Yeah. Well, it's not California. Yeah. It is California. No, it's not. It's not California. Um, West Coast state. <laughs> what do we got? I don't know. Albuquerque, New Mexico. What? You know that? Is it an actual school? Like, do kids go yeah, there? It's an actual school. I, I thought I saw a couple things. I never saw that High School Musical. I'll probably get uh, hate messages from the High School Musical clan, but that's okay. <laughs> from the fan. 
for the fan, fan base. base. Next one. Which Grammy winner composed the songs on the Tarzan soundtrack? We were talking before the show. You said you were actually listening to the freaking Tarzan soundtrack today. I was. Who does that? Uh, <laughs> Who listens to Tarzan soundtrack? Tarzan is just so good. Uh, the music was um, composed by Phil Collins, and he was just great. His music was amazing. He uh, starts Tarzan with "You can feel it in the air," t- or uh, "No, I can feel it coming in the air tonight." And Tarzan swings from the swing. No, that's not it at all. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Ridiculous. Out so, here. It, so the song "You'll Be in My Heart," Paul got it yeah. right. The song "You'll Be in My Heart" won both the Academy Award and Golden Globe for Best Original Song from Tarzan. Yeah, the the songs and music in Tarzan is phenomenal. It's I had you think it for a second. I, wanna I can know. feel it no. coming. In the, as Tarzan, that would have been better. As Tarzan, and then know. when the drum solo comes, can Tarzan does a front flip off the the, the twig. About these strangers like okay, me. Okay, you're up. Tell me more. All right, what we got? Next one for Ryan. Going back, doing some Pixar here. Who was Lightning McQueen's mentor? Rusty. In, in the Cars franchise. Rusty. No. Have you ever seen Cars? Have you seen any Disney film? I don't watch them again. When I'm little, I watched them. When they were on VCRs. You don't know it? Wait, Cards was probably never on a VCR. Uh, no, probably not. Um, Kirby. No. Herbie. That's Herbie the Love Bug. That's something. I heard different. Lightning McQueen was good friends with Herbie. Lightning McQueen's mentor was Doc Hudson. Doc, who the hell Doc Hudson? What's, uh, what's Lightning McQueen's best friend? Rusty. You don't, you don't know Lightning McQueen's best friend. <laughs> Isn't there a Rusty in the... The tow truck. Yeah, Rusty. What's his name? Rusty. No, dude. What's his name? Mater. Oh, I knew that. Dude, no, you didn't. No, I didn't. Don't, don't act like you did. No, I didn't know Mater. Or what? Yeah, did No, I didn't know that. All right, next I like one. him. Give me one so we can... I'm uh, getting mad at my so, Disney movies. So we can actually get right answers. Uh, <laughs> that's a low blow, bro. Low blow. What do we got? Next one. I'm lost. Okay. Disney introduced its first anime... Let me restart. Disney introduced its first animated openly gay character in which movie, Paul? So, I'm going between two things. Um, there was an animated scene in Inside Out with two mothers. It wasn't but, goofy. But they didn't. <laughs> it wasn't goofy? No. Um, wasn't Lightning McQueen. Wasn't was two mothers, but it was like weird. But I think the first time they acknowledged it was the new Beauty and the Beast film uh, with... Um, Whatever his name is, the guy who played LeFou, uh, they they like said he was gay, but they didn't really like talk about it or really acknowledge it in the film. Who's LeFou? The candle? No, he's the um, he's Gaston's little like henchman guy. Oh, um, I gotta watch some Disney but, movies. But I guess I don't know if you're trying to throw me off a little bit, but I think it's I think it's Beauty and the Beast with the new live action. But if it's not, it's Inside Out. So I'm I th- I'm gonna go Beauty and the Beast. All right, you are incorrect. Where's- it's Onward. Cyrus Goodman is the first gay main character and the first character to have stated the phrase, in quotes, I'm gay on the Disney Channel. Disney Channel? Oh, no. You what, got, Onward's a movie, Paul. And Onward was played on the Disney Channel. And he said, I'm gay in the movie. Who is this character? Cyrus Goodman is the first gay main character and the first character. Paul, see, Paul gets a question wrong and he doesn't believe me. No, I'm just, I don't even know that. The character's name, I haven't heard it. And I would remember something saying, I'm gay. I <laughs> clear, I'm pretty sure you that's think false. I made this shit up? I think, you, I think it's wrong. I do, actually. <laughs> what? Uh, 
Do we have to fact check this now? Yeah, we do, because I, I want to see if I'm wrong. Have you seen Onward? Yeah, like twice. Oh, it's a, okay, it says openly gay character. I just want to know where he, I don't think, he, I don't remember him it saying. It says he, in quote, he said the word, I'm gay on Disney Channel. But why would he say it on Disney Channel? It doesn't make any they sense. They played the movie on Disney Channel, probably. Uh, openly gay screenwriter. Um... I mean, I guess it doesn't really say anything more. Wait, are you saying the act, the person who played it said the, the character? Cyrus Goodman is or the was first gay main character, and the first character to have stated Chris Cyrus Goodman is a character in the movie. He said, "I'm gay." In the movie, I guess. Onward's a movie, right? Yes, onward. It says introduces. The new animated film Onward <laughs> introduces the first self-identified lesbian character in the Disney Pixar universe. Her name is Officer Spectre, and she's a Cyclops voiced by an openly gay screenwriter. Uh, we're going to have to dig deep into that after. So I don't know if the character is gay, but it, it, I guess they're saying. Well, you guessed Beauty and the Beast, so regardless, incorrect answer. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll let you grab that right, one. Next one. Thank you. Paul didn't get them all right. Okay, Incredibles. You said you love Incredibles, oh, right? Oh, here he's trying to like, make me look even worse than how I'm already looking. You said you love the Incredibles. What did Dash place on his teacher's chair as a joke in The Incredibles? Whoopee cushion. Dude, you're killing me. That's not it. It's just an easy one. There's definitely a whoopee cushion. What does he put on the teacher's chair as a prank? It's in the beginning of the movie. It's how we're introduced to Dash. And he gets in trouble, and the teacher's, like, flipping out. What did he put on the chair? Not a whoopee cushion. I don't know. Whoopee cushion seems right. Thumbtack. I don't remember that. He put a thumbtack and it was pointy. The movie came out 10, 20 years ago. Yeah, but it's a movie that you can rewatch. You just I don't rewatch them. Incredibles 2 came out a couple years ago. You, oh, didn't, yeah. you didn't rewatch the first one? Didn't I get, did like... watch Incredibles 2 twice. Okay, okay, there you go. Sorry, gosh. Ridiculous. Next one. Oh, I'm not a Disney guy. Clearly. <laughs> Next one. Uh, There's two left. No, three left. In Monsters, Inc., there's nothing more toxic or deadly than what, Paul? A child. A human. So, yes, correct. There's nothing more toxic or deadly than a human child. A single touch <laughs> could kill you, Paul. A human child. Nope. <laughs> human first. Human child. Okay. Good job. And you. you had to bounce back after that uh, tough loss you took in the last question. Okay. That's <laughs> stupid, stupid question. Not going to lie. Number six. All what right. Going back to Pixar. <clears throat> Well, last two I've actually stayed with Pixar. Third Pixar in a row. What is the name of the main character, Rat, in Ratatouille? Please, bro. All over TikTok recently, too. His name is Ratatouille. No, it is not. Ratatouille. What is the rat's name? Bum, bum, the Ratatouille. <laughs> that was all over TikTok. What Huge TikTok with? trend. R. Raymond. No. Dude, Ryan Ratatouille. Raymond no. Raggy Raggy. Dude, you're Rod. killing me. What is it? Remy. Remy, you boys. Remy Zeratatouille. I never knew that. I'm a big Ratatouille guy, too, actually. No, clearly <laughs> not. If you can't name the main character. If you can't name the main Ratatouille's character. Ratatouille's the meal, right? Yeah. Okay. Because he cooks Ratatouille at the end. Uh, yeah. I get a point. No, is, you is don't. Is Ratatouille an actual a meal? Yeah. In real life? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know this It's shit. like cooked vegetables. Uh, that's why I didn't know about it. What do you got for me? All right. 
What fireworks show replaced Wishes in 2017 in w- Disney World? All right. Disney World, Magic Kingdom, Wishes. Great fireworks show, right? Okay. But, you know, they had it up their game. They did a great job. I remember watching the new show. Sounds like you know this answer. It's called Happily Ever After. Nice. It's Correct. A, it's a good fireworks show. On February 19, 2017, it was announced that Wishes would conclude a 13-year run at Magic Kingdom, hence the new show, Happily Ever After. Yeah, great name. Great name. Great show. There's a great song. We have a great podcast, though. Exactly. We have great shirts. We do have great shirts. We have great vibes. I, I feel We have it. a great friendship. I got some great Disney knowledge. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if you do. I do not. Uh, we only have a few more left. I'm sticking with... Pixar here, Ryan. You said you watched Soul, right? Oh, here we go. You said you watched Soul. It should be fresh in your mind, right? <laughs> Why do you have to put me down before the question? It should be fresh you in your mind. You set me up for failure. What number is the soul that Joe, our main character, has to mentor? Oh it's Joe and what? The two, There's only two characters, basically. Seven. No. Seventy-seven? No. What is her name? She's voiced by Tina Fey. Basically, in Soul, there's two characters. You follow them the whole time. There's really not that many other characters. Close, but no. Well, I think it's like 11-7 they sound alike. No, they don't. 12? (laughs) No, wrong. (laughs) Joe and blank. Joe and... A number. What is the number? This should be easy, bro. Six. No. What is it? 22. Oh! Dude, you're killing me, I knew this, too, because as her number came up in the movie... 22, that's the number I wore in high school basketball. It was 22. And I literally said that during the movie. I don't think I have a good memory. I think, I think that's what it is. I, I think you're right. I, I, don't, I, I just don't think my memory is there. Think, it's like Incredibles when they, they take your memory away. I think Dash did that to me. Okay. Instead of putting the prank and putting the thumbtack on my chair for the show, he deleted all my memory from, from before the he show. He mind wiped you. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. That's what we'll... Yeah, it's okay, buddy. Thank well, you. That's what we can go with. In the Incredibles, do they get it back, their memory, ever? I never thought about no, that. No, I think he wipes like a certain part of their thing. Oh, so like a memory. specific part. Like Not the totally their whole... Yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. Two left? Or is it my turn? Yeah, two left. What two do we left. Got? This one's an easy one. has no explanation. I got two left that have no explanation afterwards. So... Oh, these <laughs> are your... All right. So Mowgli? Mowgli. <laughs> Good try. Mowgli, like you mow your lawn, Mowgli, yeah. was raised by what animals in the Jungle Book? How many animals are you looking for? Like, one? I'm just looking for like the species. Um, it was raised by bears. Well, oh. Well, <laughs> the main guy is a bear. Um, Mowgli. Who was Mowgli raised by? Now you're like making me question it. Um, his main... His main squeezes. Mowgli was found by his best friend's a bear. And there's this huge scene with monkeys, but <laughs> I I think I'm wrong, but that doesn't make any... I'm, like, trying to think about it. Um, he was raised by wolves. Oh, yeah, I guess so. What are you yeah. going to Are you going to go Google this one, too? Yeah, he... No, you're, you're right. <laughs> He's, like, raised by wolves, and then he leaves, and then his bear is his best friend. There you go. I think that's how it goes. Yeah, Jungle Book. I've I've seen the, I've only seen the new Jungle Book movie. I've never even seen the old one, like the cartoon. I think I've seen that one. Well, once again, when I was like six. Okay. VCR. That's I've seen these movies on VCR. Uh, I got two more for you. Okay, I got one more. In the movie Frozen, 
What song does Elsa sing while building her ice castle? Let it go. Thank you. Yes, he's on the board. He got let it one. go. Let it go. You should. That's, that's a very easy one. Don't hold me back. Things should stop saying. But uh, good. Good job, Rai. You got one. Yes, let's go. All right, uh, last question. Who is Miguel's idol in Coco? In uh, Coco. Coco is a great movie. I, I love Coco. I did like Coco. Would you have got this? Uh, no. <laughs> um, he actually turns out to be the villain, but he is Miguel's idol throughout the course of the film. And he, you know, um, he strings his guitar to get into the afterlife world, right? Mm-hmm. And his name is Ernesto de la Cruz. Correct. Do you know what his, uh, what's he, what, who he's based off of? Like he's based off of an actual I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Benjamin Bratt. Does that ring, ring a bell? No. <laughs> I knew it. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> And last the one. good old Benjamin Bratt. You don't yeah. know him? No, The great I don't. composer, songwriter? I don't. <laughs> uh, last one here, Ryan, is... Uh, Can we just skip it? No. Do you not know this one? <laughs> I didn't even read it. A fan of, uh, a fan favorite movie of mine. What, what does Nicolas Cage's character steal in the movie National Treasure? And do you know why he steals it? It's easy. He steals the, the treasure because he's broke and he wants money. This movie is so famous. Like in our childhood. Oh, is it like a pyramid block or something? He steals a a pyramid. He steals a document. What does he steal? The You're close. I like come on. I'm trying to get the treasure map. No. (laughs) He's about to cry. He's very upset at me. He thinks it's a treasure map, but what does he steal? The What is a very famous US document? A US document? Dude. Well, can you give me a hint? No, because you're gonna get. I'm. Tr- I'm giving you every a hint. famous U.S. document. What? Okay, if you the Declaration of Independence. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. I got it right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You got it right after five hints, dude. I saw that um, when I was looking up the myths that the Declaration of Independence wasn't actually signed on Fourth of July. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. But see, like, you could keep your little Disney facts. I gave you a Declaration of Independence fact. All right, there you go. There that was go. our Disney trivia. Hopefully you enjoyed. You played along. Um, maybe Hopefully you got more right than I did. Maybe you did a little bit better to Rye. I think I got what, like three wrong out of the eight, or maybe two. What I got them all right. You got one right. Um, <laughs> but that's you know I was hoping you got four. Unfortunately, we'll just gotta make you watch some more Disney films. That's yeah, just I have to do that. Um, what you just the, gotta be a better friend, and you have to guide <laughs> me in the right direction. That's okay. what you have to do. I'm trying, man. I was trying to do some easy films. You said you watched Soul like two weeks ago. Thought it was a given that you could name the main character. Yeah, I should have got that. But uh, great show. We are yeah. twinning, winning. Hopefully, start your day off great. Hopefully, ended your day great. But I had a lot of fun. Good, yeah. good episode. Fun episode. Absolutely, we're having a great time here. Thank you for listening to Life's a Party. Make sure to check us out on social medias. We are at at Life's a Party Pod on Instagram. Our TikTok be blowing up. Um, so we appreciate your constant support. As always, music. Take us out. Peace, baby. Later.